is Brian Clark from Copyblogger, and you're listening to my friend Ash Roy on ProductiveInsights.com. Welcome to the Productive Insights Podcast, where you can learn how to systemize, automate, and scale your business via the internet. To access previous episodes and useful productivity tips, go to www.ProductiveInsights.com. Now, here's your host, Ash Roy. Hello, and welcome to episode 146 of the Productive Insights Podcast. This is your host, Ash Roy, the founder of ProductiveInsights.com, and this episode is brought to you by the Productive Insights podcast editing service that takes away all the pain of podcast editing and allows you to focus on creating the content for your podcast. All you need to do is record your voice, send us your audio file via Dropbox or Google Drive, and we'll take care of the rest. We'll publish it to iTunes and onto your WordPress site. So I've been MIA for the last couple of weeks because I've been agonizing over whether or not to publish this episode. I face this challenge often because I'm always striving to deliver content that is interesting, actionable, and useful to you as a listener. So eventually, I asked my team, and they said that they definitely find this information useful. I do think they're biased, but I'm going to go with their advice and publish the episode anyway. So... Today, we're going to be talking about speed reading and why it's worth developing as a skill. As importantly, we're going to be talking about how to speed read while still being able to extract the key concepts and ideas from a given body of text. We'll also talk about when to use speed reading and more importantly, when not to use it. Because I personally don't think speed reading is necessarily a good strategy in all situations. So let's start by defining the term speed reading for the purposes of this podcast episode. I define speed reading, I define speed reading as the process of rapidly absorbing the key principles, ideas, and actionable steps from a given body of written content. Typically an email or an article you might be reading, or maybe even a book. So why bother developing speed reading as a skill? Well, I think it's an increasingly important skill because in today's information overloaded environment, the amount of information we are expected to process seems to be growing by the minute. We have a lot of email coming into our inbox, correspondence from various organizations arriving via snail mail, ebooks that are created all the time and have given us unprecedented access to information that has never existed in the history of humanity and gazillions of online articles we tend to browse on the web as we educate ourselves in our business pursuits or our chosen careers. So clearly it would be very beneficial to be able to extract the key ideas from a body of text in a shorter time frame. And this is where speed reading comes in. To me, being able to speed read is almost a superpower in today's information overloaded environment, particularly when it comes to sifting through information and deciding on what you really need to focus on and what you can just discard. Now, in my experience, while speed reading is a very good way to extract key ideas and concepts, it does usually mean sacrificing access to detail that is presented in a body of text and particularly around memorizing that detail if necessary. The faster you read, the less detail you tend to take in. And that brings us to when speed reading is not a good idea. I don't think speed reading works if you're reading a very technical document, if you're 
reading information that you're completely unfamiliar with, if you're trying to learn a piece of information that you then later need to regurgitate in an exam. But speed reading is useful when you're trying to skim information and just glean the key ideas and concepts, typically information that has a lot of filler in it. Examples would be browsing articles, reading certain books, several of which can be written in a few pages rather than a few hundred pages, and in some cases, email. If you're reading a really technical document, such as terms and conditions of an important agreement against which you're going to sign your name, then I don't recommend speed reading in that situation. If you're studying physics or learning calculus, speed reading is not going to help you then either. In other words, when you're consuming information that is conceptually heavy and has a lot of detail and related concepts packed into a small amount of text, all of which you need to absorb, retain and understand, speed reading might not be the solution. Think professional texts with a lot of jargon such as medical books or accounting principles or legal judgments. I have to confess, when I was studying my undergraduate degree, I had to do a lot of reading of legal judgments around contracts law, which was one of the streams in my degree. And I do remember just feeling like I wanted to poke my eyes out with a pencil because judges have a way of either putting you to sleep or making you perform mental acrobatics to understand some very simple ideas. So I used to just read the facts of the case and then jump to the conclusion. While I don't recommend that, I did find that it saved me a lot of heartache and time. I have applied versions of this strategy in other parts of my life with significant success. So when I'm reading an article, I often read the introduction of the article and then I'll jump to the conclusion to try and understand what their key points are and then I'll skim through bits of the article, the body of the article, to see if the information presented in the body is firstly what I expected it to be and secondly, if there's anything new that I didn't already know about that particular topic. But I digress. So as I was saying, speed reading is useful when you're consuming information that you already know a little bit about and that is not very conceptually heavy. It isn't useful when you're reading very technical and detailed content that you then need to absorb in detail and then you need to apply that detail. Okay, so we've covered why speed reading is worthwhile developing as a skill and when to use it and when not to use it. So now let's talk about how to develop your speed reading skills. And I'm going to share with you a seven-step process that I have developed around speed reading that works for me. So step one is to scan the content and prime your brain by asking yourself what you already know about this topic and making predictions around what you think the key ideas are likely to be. This engages your brain more actively and gets you into a mindset of almost predicting or preempting the information that you're expecting to see, which helps you to absorb the information on a deeper level and helps you extract the key ideas without getting caught up in too much of the detail of the text. Step two, eliminate or minimize what is called subvocalization. So what is subvocalization? Subvocalization is when you say the words in your mind as you read them. You want to try and eliminate this process of reading each word individually in your mind. Instead, you want to try and read phrases. So just like when you make the transition from 
reading individual letters that made up a word and then understanding the word, when you first learn to read, you want to try and make another transition from reading individual words to reading phrases and absorbing the phrases. So if you remember when you first learned to read, you would read individual letters and those letters would make up a word and you would understand the meaning of the word and you would read the sentence. And this would be quite a long and involved process. But eventually you learn to recognize the words by memory and you no longer had to read the individual letters in the words. You want to try and make a similar transition to reading phrases and being able to recognize phrases just like you developed the word recognition skill. So that's how you minimize or eliminate subvocalization. Okay, so step three, and that is introducing a soft focus so you can read these phrases by recognizing the entire phrases rather than individual words. Now, this takes a little bit of practice, and this is one of the biggest challenges around speed reading. To help yourself introduce a soft focus into your reading, try and focus on your breath subconsciously using your breath as an anchor and just allow the information to come to you rather than try and aggressively read the individual words faster. So you almost want to have a diffused focus where you're just taking in phrases and allowing the information to wash over you rather than trying to read frenetically. I made that mistake for a long time and that slowed me down in developing my speed reading skills. You might also find it useful to use a pen or your finger to guide your eyes along the page and gradually move that pen or finger faster along the lines to try and train your eyes to speed up. Just remember to keep pushing yourself outside of your area of comfort and keep challenging your brain's capacity to absorb information at a given speed by gradually increasing the speed at which you move your finger. I actually found this helped me a lot. By the way, be sure to head over to ProductiveInsights.com forward slash 146 to download the show notes as a PDF document, which actually outlines every one of these steps I'm describing on this podcast episode. Step number four is try and read actively while still retaining your diffused focus by consciously looking for themes and ideas and continuing to apply what we talked about in step one, which is making predictions around what you think the key ideas are and trying to connect the key ideas in the article with knowledge that you already have on the topic. This will help you to read more actively and to reinforce existing neural connections around that topic. Step number five is avoid regression. So regression is the act of going back and rereading text that you think might have been important that you might have missed. When you're developing your speed reading habits, it's important to just keep reading in one direction and that is move forwards. We'll talk about how to minimize regression in a bit more detail in a minute. But the key is to keep moving in one direction and resist the temptation to go back and reread stuff that you think you might have missed. Step number six, this is an optional step, but I recommend it. Make brief notes on a piece of paper. Make brief notes on a piece of paper and keep the notes really brief. Write down words that are trigger words that help you to reinforce key concepts and connections between those concepts. You don't even have to write the words in full. Even scribbling things down, just the act of writing things down is very useful. Step number seven is practice, practice, practice. 
Now, step number eight, and this is an optional step, is after you have finished speed reading and making your notes on that piece of paper, go back and reread the article at your normal pace to see if you've grasped the key concepts. Don't worry too much about having missed out on detail because that's not the objective of the speed reading. Make sure that you have grasped the key concepts and satisfy yourself that your speed reading is working. Now, if you think it's not working to the extent that you would like it to be working, then adjust your reading speed until it does allow you to absorb information at the rate that you would like to be absorbing it and repeat the process. In other words, use this feedback to either speed up or slow down your reading speed until you're happy with your comprehension. So that's your seven-step process to developing speed reading as a skill, the eighth step being the optional step. Okay, so let's talk about challenges when it comes to speed reading. Now, the biggest challenges I have seen when it comes to developing speed reading as a skill is that it takes a lot of practice, so you need to persist. It's important to be discerning about when to speed read and when not to speed read. That is a skill in itself. Like anything, there's a lot of failure at the beginning, so people tend to stop at the earliest sign of failure. I think you need to push past that challenge, and you're not going to be able to speed read in a day. It takes practice, it takes effort, it takes developing feedback, as I talked about in step eight of the speed reading process. So you really need to persist with it over a period of time. So what are the action steps? The action steps are pick a relatively simple piece of text, which isn't too conceptually heavy. Get a piece of paper and a pen to take notes. Soften your focus using your breath as an anchor. Form your own opinions or predictions about what that piece of text covers and explore what you already know about that topic so you can make connections when you actually read through the text. Then you try and read phrases rather than read words and focus on the key concepts. That's called eliminating sub-vocalization. Write down the key concepts on that piece of paper as you speed read. Don't focus on writing in immaculate detail. Just write down trigger words and key ideas. Avoid regressing by going back and rereading bits of text that you think you may have missed. Just keep moving in one direction. And then at the end, go back and reread the content at your normal speed to satisfy yourself that you have grasped the key concepts and ideas. And over time, this last step of going back and rereading things slowly should become redundant. So there you have it, a seven-step system to develop speed reading as a habit. I hope you find it as useful as I have, and I'll speak to you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to the Productive Insights Podcast. You can find all the links in the show notes below this episode on ProductiveInsights.com. You can also ask questions in the comment section that Ash personally answers. How can Ash help you today?